0: In the studio now, uh, Danny D J Morales. He is uh, a candidate running for CD two, um, and a uh, Republican candidate. Uh, and, and you have uh, you have him, and, and the one that is the biggest name uh, that you probably know because she's the establishment candidate backed by the big business and the establishment wing, and she's like Martha McSilent Junior. Is Leah Marquez Peterson, and we'll get into uh, to that. She was on this show a long time ago. We've challenged her. She was the head of the Tucson Hispanic Chamber. She really doesn't like she doesn't like Trump. She's against the border wall. Um, she's against, uh, getting rid of NAFTA, redoing it, that kind of stuff. She's against all that stuff. So, um, before we get into the meat and potatoes, everything that's going on in the world, I wanted you to know about Danny. We'll find out more, more about your background, but right off the bat, Danny, what is the difference between you and Leah Marquez-Peterson?
1: Well, good morning, uh, good Trump morning to you, Garrett, and to all your <laughs> listeners out there. Thank you so much for having me on. It's it's an honor and privilege, and I shook your hand before we started, to just to say thank you for what you're doing for the conservative message and the conservative movement out there in this great state of Arizona. So uh, with that said, um, what's the difference? I'm the only Republican running with elected experience, the only Republican running born and raised in this district, the only Republican running who knows the border more than anyone Out there. I live three blocks on the border, walk my dogs by the border, know the border intimately, not only as a border resident, but um, as a border council member, border vice mayor. Because you're from Douglas. Correct. Uh, Born and raised uh, third generation Douglasonian on my mom's side. My mom was born in what is today our front yard uh, and possibly her mother before her. So intimately aware of the border, as as I mentioned, as a council member, vice mayor, resident, and also a sheriff deputy with Cochise County Sheriff's Office.
0: Okay. Um. Now, uh, let's talk before we get more into stuff about, uh, you know, Lee and the things she's tried to do. And I mean, it's really, it's really sick to be honest with you. But it's politics. But it, this, all this stuff gets exposed now, and and you know, talk radio has been on it. And Trump, I have always said he's the talk radio president because he just. Filters off. He says what he says, it is what it is. He has an intimate relationship with his supporters, just like I have a relationship with my listeners. I mean, that's just we're very honest with each other, and and I think it shows. So uh all right, first off, first reaction. Trump is out in um uh, in Brussels. Uh we've played some sound bites. Um, really just sticking it to to the to to Germany for being hypocritical. Uh again, Germany wanting us to pay their costs, basically. They're not paying their fair share for NATO. They want protection from Russia, but they turn around and pay Russia billions and billions of dollars so they can get energy from Russia. They get 70% of the energy now from Russia. Um, What's your take? Because the media, of course, says this is not how a president should act, and this is not how this should happen, and he's trying to destroy NATO. What's your opinion of uh, what Trump is doing with NATO out there in Brussels?
1: His natural instinct is the same as mine, and that is America first. And so he speaks from that heart, and I totally, wholeheartedly agree with him on his stances. You know, we have basically paid for the socialist experiment out there in in Europe they they have reaped off of our peace dividend for way too long and you know people look to liberals especially here they say well, look at you know Europe their 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 socialist um, economies are working well their qualities of life are great well why is that it's because our men and women have put their necks on the line and our taxpayers have put their pockets on the line for their socialistic experiments so it's time for us to turn that tide, and I applaud the Trump administration for doing so.
0: Danny DJ Morales is in studio now on KNSD AM seven ninety. He is running for uh, CD two Republican candidate for CD two, and the primary is coming up uh, the end of August. Um, so when, when it comes to let's let's go back to uh, well, let's talk about a little bit more with, with Trump when it comes to tariffs, when it comes to trade, they're about to put two hundred billion dollars uh, more in tariffs on China. Um, he's already had billions, uh, what was it, 34 billion in, in tariffs against China. He wants to do 200 billion more. Um, the, I guess the same people that said when Trump gets elected, the economy's going to crash, the stock market's going to crash, and the complete opposite has happened. They're warning against yeah, all the dangers of Trump is doing. Do you agree with what he's doing with the tariffs? Do you think it's going to hurt America? What do you think, what's your take on his idea of trade and tariffs, as leverage?
1: Oh, I agree with it. Uh, there might be some short-term adjustments, if you will, but in the long-term, American workers, American enterprises are going to benefit, and ultimately, every single American is going to benefit from this. Okay. Um, so that's that's what I believe. I believe in America first, and so he's finally sticking it to these people who have stuck it to us for way, way too long.
0: All right, let's talk about uh, the border since we said that, right? Since we're talking about you you, you, live three blocks from the border, um, Again, the uh, the main opponent, the one that has most of the name recognition because she's backed by the establishment is uh, Leah. When I uh, when I when I was uh, the moderating of the debate that I had you and Brandon Martin there, uh, Leah didn't show she she was fundraising out in Maricopa, which is not even in Pima County. She chose to not even talk to the uh, the hundred plus people that showed up that day to hear what you guys had to say. Um, she's against the border wall. She's against all that stuff when it comes to illegal immigration. uh the President is ending his zero tolerance policy. What was your opinion? Did you think it was something that could have worked? Um, should we have stuck with that? I mean I know there's court orders and things like that what what is your uh in your opinion the best way to stop people from crossing our border illegally?
1: We need to make America less welcoming to illegal immigrants and so I was totally behind him uh, and his zero tolerance policy and uh, you know I back him one hundred percent of the way I want a uh, big beautiful wall down there, you know, three blocks from my house. Right now we have a uh, two-tier fence. Right now, uh, it it helps, um, and it's definitely drawn down the, the is crime. Is it just a
0: chain link fence?
1: No, it's a uh, girder steel girder fence. Uh, partly, okay. The, the first tier that's closest to Mexico, and the second tier is more like a mesh. Okay. Um, but we've seen a, a dramatic reduction in crime in Douglas. I've seen the stats uh, anecdotally. My wife and I. When we were dating, we used to run into large groups of, of illegals um, running down our streets and running down our alleys, breaking into our homes. And, and my home uh, in particular was broken into. I was a 10-year-old at the time. Very traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a sheriff deputy, you know, I took calls where people would come out of their showers and find total strangers in their living room. Um, those are the types of calls that I took. You know, I, I, would, I was on a call where I had to locate a lost illegal alien. And guess what number they call when they're lost? 911. Yep, yep. And so it's our sheriff deputies, our local police officers that are responding to these calls, risking their lives, endangering their lives to you know, rescue these folks uh, who don't belong here. So I, I wholeheartedly agree with his policy. And furthermore, I want to put it out there that I back our CBP officers, our CBP agents all the way, in particular, ICE, Border Patrol, HSI, everyone out there uh, who is on the front lines right now them and their families have been demonized by our media, have been demonized by liberals out there, and it's, that needs to stop because they put their lives on the line 24-7. Um, and not only that, they are, they're doing things that are humanitarian in, in basis. Uh, by rescuing illegal aliens out there, risking their lives doing so, they are literally rescuing these folks from, at times, cartel members and the elements. And wild animals. Um, there's a lot of rape, um, a lot of murders that take place out there. You know, so these uh, these people, these great professionals, these heroes of ours, are risking their lives for these total strangers. And the demonization needs to stop.
0: I want. We come back. I want to ask you uh, about uh, things that you know, some inside stuff you've heard going on between Leah Marquez and her uh, her mentor Martha McSally. Um, I want to get to that. I want to get to uh, also what people in Douglas are saying about uh, if there is a need for a border fence. I mean, you're on the ca- the city council there. What people are saying about border security there, if they're for it, they're against it. And uh, and and we'll get to some main policy issues. Like if you go to D.C., what are the things that you are going to push the most? We'll get to all that. Danny D. Jim Rallis in studio here on KNST AM 790. We'll continue in about 5. Don't go anywhere. 7 out now, 93 today for a high thunderstorms. Uh, Danny D.J. Morales running for Republican Candidate CD2 is in studio with me on KNSD AM790. Uh, we were talking, uh, one of the things, again, illegal immigration is, is one of the big things. We'll talk about your big platform and Lee in a second. But I want to talk about this. In Douglas, you said uh, during the break, you guys actually lost a hospital.
1: Right. So we lost a hospital there. Um, it was the the regional hospital that we had. The, the hospital that I was born in, as a matter of fact, we lost it due to illegal Illegal immigration. Um, you know when illegal aliens are apprehended out there by border patrol agents, sheriff deputies, or what have you, or are found, you know, barely alive. They take them into the hospital, and uh, who pays for those hospital expenses? And our hospital could not recoup. Um, we tried to recoup as much as we could from Homeland Security, but why should Homeland Security have to pay the hospital expenses for illegal immigrants? And so we had a very um, tangible. A consequence as a result of illegal immigration there in Douglas that everyone felt. So then uh, we had to transport to the closest hospital which is uh, Copper Queen and Bisbee. Uh, you know and that added minutes and of course you know the whole golden hour rule mm-hmm. and stuff. We have no idea how many lives were impacted as a result of that. Now we do have an emergency department now there uh, but we were without for maybe about a year or over a year uh, without a hospital. Because again
0: as- nobody was paying for the service because the illegal aliens Correct. Got most of, the, most of the service and they don't pay the bills. And,
1: right. So there's man. 112 countries, right, including Mexico, uh, that is represented in apprehensions every year. So think about that. Those countries are not paying our hospital expenses. And this
0: is what makes me mad, Danny, is, is you have, all right, a wall would stop people from trying to make the journey because they can't get over the wall. Um, it would stop them from possibly dying or yeah. getting severely injured in the, in the process on the way up. Uh, and then on top of that, you want to, you know, you have these stinking lawmakers, whether it's McCain and Flake are useless senators, Kyle before that, uh, you know, stupid Congress people, whether it's McSally, whether it's Gajalva. I mean, these are Americans that suffered.
1: Well, let me just say this, if you don't mind. It's not only a security issue and that's one of the biggest things right but it's also a humanitarian issue as I mentioned people are getting raped out there Mm -hmm. you know a whole host of crimes are being committed out there by these mules by these coyotes everything right but it's also an ecological issue too there's a a vast amount of litter out there and the wildlife eats that then wildfires are are also started out there by illegals so I mean it's a it's it's not just about security that is the biggest issue but there's a whole host of issues that come with illegal immigration.
0: All right. Now, uh, we're going to I, I, I want to get to the uh, after the bottom of their break, get to your main, main reasons for running and what you want to accomplish if you are elected to Congress. But first, real quick. So Leah Marquez, uh, Mar- she's McSally Jr. Um, you have had issues with her, right? You've had issues with her and with McSally. First of all, did Leah Marquez, did she ever call you or contact you to try to tell you to drop out?
1: No, apparently the, there there's a rumor out there that she did. Um before I announced, before she announced, um, we met um at a at a luncheon for Governor Ducey and Douglas. Uh, in fact, she was a person I first person I bumped into, we walked in together. We were talking about the race. She said that she was gonna announce the next week. Uh she ended up announcing the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, we wished each other well, basically. I said, Hey, it's great. You know, there's a fellow conservative at the time, I thought, yep. you know, Latino and Latina in her case. And um, I was like, great, you know, wish you well and everything. And that was it. She asked me if I was running. I said, yes. And and that was it. And then I subsequently hear rumors um, that she had tried to dissuade me from running, which I don't know if that's the case. I'd, I'd have to ask her personally if that's the case. But you not. were
0: never contacted or I was like never
1: that. contacted, no. In, <laughs> in fact, she, she said, well, I'll see you on the campaign trail.
0: Now, was there any... Did anybody try to stop you? Anything ever, any any weird stuff going on between McSally and her involving you or McSally? Well,
1: uh, you know, I, I had learned subsequently that um, their campaigns had jointly coordinated somehow before uh, Martha McSally announced for Senate. And if that's true, that just smacks of, of uh, you know, Hillary Clinton rigging the primary to me. And I, I think that has no no basis, no... There's no place for that here in, in, in the Republican Party for sure, um, but in, uh, in our election system in general.
0: Do you think that Leah is uh, the establishment candidate? Uh,
1: from all indications, I would say yes, I would agree with that. Okay. Um, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely an out-of-the-box grassroots candidate.
0: Uh, have there been any talks about any kind of debate where she would actually show up has she shown up to any debates with, with you?
1: No debates. Um she she has shown up to some forums uh, where her and I shared the stage. Um, you know, one right after the other. But that's it. There's been no debate uh, between her
0: and I. Yeah, I and mean, she didn't show up to the one that we had here in uh in Tucson. Correct. And but...
1: all, all five of us were invited at the time.
0: Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh we're gonna well, I want to find out your platform. What are the most important things that you want to do? Uh If you do uh, get elected and what you want people to know, what's going to be your hot points. Obviously, uh, immigration, illegal immigration is one of them, but we'll continue. We'll talk about the economy. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. Danny DJ Morales in studio. And we'll uh, talk more also about, again, uh, Trump and NATO, because he is just crushing it, man. He is just absolutely crushing it. Danny DJ Morales running for uh, Congress in studio here. Uh, CD2 is what he's running for. One of the Republican candidates. CD2 is here in studio at KNST. And um, uh, let's talk about the main things. If you win, right? You win the primary. You win the election. um, What are the going to What are going to be the the big three or the big points in your mind that if you get to Congress, you are going to say, "I am going to fight for these things."
1: Well, first and foremost, three things your audience needs to know. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) You know this was coming, right? I did. I did. (laughs) First of all, we're going to win. Second of all, I am ready day one to lead and to serve. Um, And thirdly. We're family. I'm born and raised in the district, the only Republican. Oh, I got you, but
0: what, what are the things you're going to do? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. what, what, what are the big policies that you're going to push From for? the top,
1: yes, border security, national security, um, education. We could talk a little bit about that, too, securing our schools especially, uh, infrastructure, aerospace. You know, our largest employer here in the area in southern Arizona is Raytheon, mm-hmm. 14,000 jobs, and that their impact radiates throughout the, The local economy, you know, there's 435 representatives out there and God forbid we send somebody out there who's not going to represent us and is going to be asleep at the switch or whatever, not say this is not my job and we lose contracts because right now it could come down to, you know, a different appointment on a committee and then all those jobs go by Mm -hmm. and they go to Redstone Arsenal in uh, in Alabama or what, what have you. So we cannot let that happen. In fact, what we need to do is just the exact opposite. Uh, do you and your listeners believe that Trump is bringing back jobs to America? Absolutely mm-hmm. he is. So as a representative, I want to do my part to, to make things conducive here in the local environment, if you will, to bring jobs back to this district.
0: Now, you mentioned education also. Uh, personally, I, I think it should be a local issue. However, I think as a representative, you can be influential in, in bringing back some money. As much as it pains me to say certain things, I'll tell you this my buddy, my neighbor's a contractor, right? Uh he wants to put a pool in his backyard. Three month wait. Really? Three month wait because whether it's the plumber, whether it's the cement guy, whatever, he goes, if you're a skilled trade, there is such demand. There's they said even if you don't know what you're doing, you show up and say, I want to do it, they'll hire you. Because there is such demand. Window frame, you name yes. it. So uh we I think college is overrated for a lot of people. It really is. I mean what you you it's it's a scam to me. You, you You pay for so many classes you don't need. You get bad, you know, ridiculously stupid majors, dumb classes. You get fed an ideology. Um, What can be done? What could you do as a representative? Because these, you know, we don't want illegal aliens. We don't want more people coming here because we have people that can actually do the work. They just don't know they can even do the work.
1: Okay. So I believe in more funding for our schools, more funding for our teachers. My wife is a future teacher. Um, She's studying at UA South right now, elementary ed. So I'll put that out there. But... First of all, we need to return more of the federal lands to the private citizenry. Like over 70% of the lands here in Arizona which would be potential tax revenue bases, okay, are owned and uh, by the federal government, controlled by the federal government. And that is tax money that's not available to local schools because that's where the majority of our school boards get their money from mm-hmm. is from, you know, property taxes. That said, but also Public-private partnerships that could come in that could provide more of a trade school-type orientation for our students from grades 8 all the way to 12. So they're graduating with marketable skills, no kidding, working on solutions, I don't know, maybe even curing cancer while they're in high school, whatever the case may be, maybe even being paid. But investment being poured into our uh, public-private charter schools across the board. There's a lot of opportunities out there that are untapped, and I would love to lead efforts uh, like that. And I've already began the, begun the conversations of doing so. I've brought together stakeholders at the local level to talk about different funding streams for our schools. And I did that, what, about two months ago in Douglas. And I'm continuing to do that um, because I believe that there are solutions out there. And, um, and quite honestly, a lot of it has to do with privatization private money's coming in to back our schools up, to provide marketable skills to our students. You know, we lose so many students here in the local area, college students. I just graduated from Pima Community College. I'm a U of A grad as well. And we lose so many students because there are no jobs here mm-hmm. for our graduating seniors, whether they're high school seniors or whether they're college seniors.
0: And that's where, you know, again, I'm not good with my hands. I can't fix anything. It's my one flaw. It's just not what I do. Uh, however, again, like like I, I get I hear from some clients of mine, some advertisers, uh, friends that are contractors can't get anybody to do stucco. My buddy owns his, he's a general contra- general contractor, owns his own company. Uh, he's doing work here for uh, some big places in town, and he's like, I'm doing my own drywall work because I can't get drywall guys to show up because right. because there's not enough, and we can't yell at them; they'll go to some other job. And he's like, I don't care what the pay is. Get them. They won't go. She's doing his own drywall. This is the kind of stuff. And I think there are a lot of a lot of young people that maybe co- – it's like they're being told, if you don't go to college, you're a pariah. You're terrible. It's. And I think that's just awful. I mean, you can make a good living. He's telling me, welders, you you make – you know, Southwest gas produces pipes. You just sit there. You're getting paid. He's like, they get paid $250 an hour to stand there. And when a pipe comes down, they – and it's done. I mean, these are the things that I think need to come back. Absolutely. I mean, there was this, uh, a stat that I saw. Uh, manufacturing jobs. Uh, I got to find that again, but manufacturing jobs where Obama said they'll never, there's not coming back. They are up so much. I think since uh, Trump is in office, 362,000 manufacturing jobs again, so we can do it. We just need the ability to make that happen. I was just curious about uh, your take. Um, as we get ready to wrap up uh, any other hot button issues that you're like, you know what? This is dear to my heart. I want to go to Congress and I want to, I want to try to solve this problem or make it better.
1: Well, the biggest issues that I run into on the campaign trail are Border security yeah. and jobs. So we've kind of already touched on that. I just well, want to how, expound real, a little. I, bit. I, I, and
0: I'll follow up real quick. Sure. In Douglas, what's the feeling? Do the, do the people in Douglas want the border wall? Do they not want the border wall? Do they think it's bad.
1: My impression is that there there are some who want it and some who don't. Okay. Um, you know, I guess they buy into the whole idea that it's offensive and and what have yeah, you. Yeah, racist. The walls right. racist. Right. But it has nothing to do with with racism. It's just a practical issue. It'll work, it will work, and it's been shown to work. um Hello, we had special operations units who couldn't scale it mm-hmm. in San Diego, so it will work, it will help, but it also needs to be employed with more agents, so we need to look at the hiring process there we, whether it's waiving polygraphs for local law enforcement agencies who you know who have prospective hires wave they've already been through the, I've been through a polygraph for goodness' sake, you know, wave that as long as they have no disciplinary uh, record on them, wave it. Um, so there's solutions out there. And then we need more sensors and more surveillance um, means mm-hmm. there on the border. And also, by the way, we need to tighten up E-Verify. We need to tighten up um, loopholes and get rid of them, actually, like chain migration and the visa lottery.
0: Okay. So you're against those. Absolutely. Um, now, uh, real quick, again, uh, the establishment candidate was in here. She it was against the border wall, thinks it's bad for Mexico and it'll stop trade, which, I, again, I told her, but when we trade, it comes on rail or through the ports.
1: Correct. So, how
0: would a wall stop? okay, that?
1: so I want both. I want both strong border security and I want binational trade and as a city council member as the Vice Mayor of Douglas, I was involved in discussions with with both of those issues, you know quite frankly, mm-hmm. uh, you know I was voting for uh, stone garden grants acceptance of, of of such, but um also with our port of entry you know we 've been working on this for quite some time now. we have a two port solution in place it 's been there since two thousand and six. the idea anyways. Uh, So it's nothing new, but uh, I want to kickstart that. When President Trump sees me walking down the halls, or Vice President Pence, they're going to say, there comes that Douglas guy, that Port of Entry guy, that Davis-Monthan guy, that Fort Chuka guy. I want those things to be at the top of their minds when they see me. I want those things to be on their radar. I want to fight to keep the A-10 flying. I want to fight to bring the F-35 here. I want to fight to keep our bases open. I want to bring jobs to this district.
0: Okay. Danny, what's the website? Where can people find you?
1: thank you so much uh, social for media asking. as well sure yes yes uh dannydjmorales.com um social media it my handle is instagram youtube facebook twitter at dannydjmorales
0: okay uh he's running for uh, republican candidate cd2 thank you so much for the time we'll have this up uh at the uh, the iheartradio.com the whole interview it'll be up there on my channel iheartradio.com search garrett lewis iheartradio app search garrett lewis uh, it is up there for you. We will continue. Danny, thank you for the time. Thank you. Uh, we're going to have more on uh, the Trumpster, what he said in uh, Brussels, driving people crazy, um, driving the libs crazy, driving the media crazy. If you missed any of this, and I have more of them, uh, what he, he's sticking it to the Europeans that are screwing us over by not paying their fair share, finally standing up for America. The gloves are off. It's great. We'll get that coming up on KNST.